Hey, pass me a beer. I love it up here. It says you have a, it's a healthy stream. It's always good. I told you. I always like to hear that. It's always. Look, at least promise me you won't drink. Alcohol always leads to trouble. Hey, who wants to play drink the beer? Right here. <laughs> you win. All right. What do I win? Another beer. Just have a cup of coffee. Bear it is. <laughs> it's always a good thing when they tell you, you got a healthy stream. <laughs> coffee. Beer. I kill for a beer. <gasps> Cheap beer and a sympathetic ear. Step right up. Uh, thanks for joining us today, uh, the Bearded, po- Bearded Hops podcast. And uh, Chad has left us out in the lurch. He has decided that uh, he doesn't want to do this podcast anymore. So <laughs> he has been. <laughs> so Chad has abandoned us essentially. Um, no, it's a, no, Chad is on a, a a work trip. He's in Seattle, I think. So having some beer in Seattle. Chad, have a beer. Have a beer for us. I've been following his untapped check-ins. Um, but yeah, this is the Bearded Hops podcast, and today we have a guest with us all the way from the mighty metropolis of North Carolina. Where in North Carolina? Charlotte. Know. Charlotte. The mighty metropolis yeah. of Charlotte, North Carolina. The, the mighty metropolis. The mighty metropolis. Yeah. And uh, this is Adrian. What's up, Adrian? Not much, man. How are you? Good. I can't wait to talk to you about uh, the beers of North Carolina. Yeah, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about them. Yeah, because I don't really know. I don't know much about the beers. Last time I was in North Carolina, uh, all I drank was Yingling the whole time I was there because I can never get it here. So. Yeah, that was a nice thing to come back. So I went to school up in Virginia. So like coming back, I was like, oh yeah, I got Yingling again. <laughs> yes, it's good, good stuff. stuff. I, I want to go to that brewery too. That's the oldest one. So I got to hit that at some point. So yeah. uh, for those of you who have never been here before, let me just explain to you what we're about to do. We're going to, we do have a beer and uh, Adrian was nice enough to ship me some North Carolina beer. So I do have a beer from North Carolina. We're both going to be drinking the same beer tonight. Uh, first thing we're going to do is gonna, we're going to talk about what's on the label, talk about the beer itself, talk about the brewery. We're going to eventually crack it open, hopefully sooner rather than later, pour it into a glass, sniff it, and uh, talk about it. Then we'll take our first sip. Tell everybody what we think about that first initial sip. Then we're going to just talk about some stuff. No big deal. Then we're going to get halfway through. We're going to stop and say, hey, good, bad, ugly, what's with it? Is it still good? Is it still bad? We're going to talk about it some more. Then we're going to talk about some stuff. And then we're at the end. We're going to empty the glass, be sad because we're out of beer, but be happy we can get another one. And we'll finally rate it on untapped. That's how this whole show works. You've seen it before. You've, you've heard it before. So you know what you're doing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. I'm... Long time listener, first time, first time caller. First time caller. Oh yes. So, uh, what? This is your favorite one, right? You said this is your favorite brew, haha. My favorite brewery, or beer? Uh, I I really like Scotch ales. I'm a big fan of Scotch ales. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this would quite uh, actually. So my goal was for us to sample this one. Um, it being one that I haven't had yet. Oh, you haven't had this one. Well, so that was my goal. And then I bought a six pack, <laughs> you know, like a week ago. And I said, you a couple. And then I was like, well, you know, so, nice. so I have that had it. Cool. That's awesome. So, but it's a really good brewery. It's a solid brewery. I've had, um, they have a really good milk stout and really good black IPA. So, all right. So, uh, and this is also a really good beer. 
now that I've had it. Now that, now that, I, now that I've had it. All right. So let's um, go ahead and tell everybody what we're having. Yeah. So it's uh, it's the Wee Heavy Scotch Ale. You from, can't even the label. You can't even read. Like I know. It's the the font it's is. Really really rough. It's it, trust me. It's right there. It's, <laughs> for those watching on YouTube, it's right there. It says. Yeah. And even I, like right here, can't. Right. We have a Scotch style ale. Scotch style ale. Really poor. (laughs) And if you can't. The brewery is Duck Rabbit Brewery, um, which, uh, like, the all their logos look pretty similar to this. So it's the it's their symbol, which is like, it looks like a duck if you look at it one way. It looks like a rabbit if you look at it the other way. Isn't that one of those like psych test things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. So. yeah, that's funny. You cannot even like right here. I can't read yeah. it when it's right in front of my I face. Know. So when you had sent, I you sent a six pack, and I I start you know pulling out the six pack, and I'm like, where's this wee heavy <laughs> to be talking about? So, so yeah. Um. So maybe maybe some font work there, guys. But uh, otherwise, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool little little label. It's got what is this? Is uh eight ABV eight percent? No, yeah, eight percent. So very nice. That's good. That's good. Uh, proudly handmade in small batches in Farmville, North Carolina. Well, that's cool. Yeah, it's uh I looked up where Farmville is and now I don't remember. It's like <laughs> it's like up uh I want to say it's like northeast of me, so like kind of towards the coast. Looks like a super small town though. Very nice. But, so I I did look up some stuff on this let's see where's my where's my sheet yeah so um the brewery um duck rabbit yeah that's what it was i was right i was like duck wolf duck rabbit duck rabbit um the owner the the owner founder paul he was uh, pursuing a career in teaching and philosophy that's that's i've never we have yet to come across somebody who is in philosophy that's yeah that's pretty unique that's pretty unique uh and then he um started brewing beer as a hobby in 87. Um, he went to work for, oh, he went to work for other breweries. I've heard a couple of guys doing that. They went to work for some other breweries. So he had the experience and the open, finally opened the brewery for himself. Uh, that was about 2004. They sold their first beer in August of 2004. And this one, this is the duck rabbit scotch ale. It's a full body, deep copper colored treasure. They say. Bold and malty, this beer sweetness comes from massive quantity of grain, complemented by some serious kettle caramelization. Uh, the flavor is rounded out by a warming alcohol sensation. Well, I like warming alcohol sensations. So. Yeah, man. Uh, I think we should crack this open. Stop Let's do it. About it. I have my opener. Oh, yeah. Wait, I got to get the... should probably get the... Uh... There you go, the glass can going. Glass cam. Nice. If I if I miss, this goes all over my keyboard. I'm just saying, <laughs> pouring right over the top of my keyboard. Look at that. Not bad. There's like zero head. Yeah, I noticed that when I poured one <laughs> earlier. There is zero head on that. Like, just like no head. I was like wondering, am I am I not pouring fast enough? What's wrong with me? Where's the head <laughs> on this thing? It's kind of hard to tell in the camera shot, but I mean, yeah, it's. Yeah, yeah I'm the same way. I got like maybe slightly more than you, but it looks like cola almost. It does, yeah, that's true. Like it totally the, does. The color of cola, um, not a whole lot of bubbly action going on. A little bit going up, but what do you smell? What do you put your nose in there? 
Yeah. Malty. Yeah, smelling heavy malts. There's a fruit there, but I cannot put my nose on <laughs> my nose. That was funny. Um, yeah. I don't know what it is, but it smells good though. Yeah, it's super malty. All right. I can't take it. I'm drinking. Do it. Yeah, that's a scotch ale. That's good. Yeah, it's really good. And there's not a lot of carbonation. Maybe <laughs> it's why there's not much head. Yeah, it's not like, but it doesn't taste like flat either. No, no, like, it doesn't. Yeah, like, yeah. A, like not like a. But usually a, you're used to like the the carbonation, like I don't know, tickling or dancing on your tongue. Yeah, 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 totally. How romantic <laughs> do I want to be? It's dancing on my tongue. Um, but yeah, I mean, it does, but it's like you don't taste, you don't do. Yeah, it's not like really strong. That's good. Yeah, the malt comes out for sure in these. I mean, yeah, can't remember the rat, last red ale. Malt's super strong. I like a. I feel like it tastes a little, little caramelly. Yep. Taste in it on the tail. Um. Yeah, so definitely. I was gonna pull this up and untapped because I, I didn't do that yet. Now, are you on untapped? I am. I've I've been really bad at untapped uh, recently. Matter of fact, the other day I decided uh, prior to coming on here, I was like, I need to really update my untapped. <laughs> so I did it at work at like nine in the morning. <laughs> so then it looks like you're drinking like all these yeah. beers. And and then, like, like badges started <laughs> popping up. Well, one of my friends on Twitter was like, yeah, I see you're starting early. Huh? <laughs> so it's a like, rough day. I was like, sadly, no. I wish, <laughs> I wish that's what was happening. That's hilarious. So yeah, I am on Untapped. I'm I am Beardrian. So Beardrian. beard, like and, like my beard. And, and I do have to say, it is appropriate that you're on the Bearded Hops podcast. I mean, you do have the the beautiful beard. So thanks, man. Your your beard's you know great too. I uh I recently trimmed off like an inch. Yeah, it was painful, but it's always hard. It is, but it grows back, so it's not like it's that big a deal. Um, I'm trying to see is this has um five thousand nine hundred and forty two ratings on the untapped uh, three six six um wait no seven thousand five what is that number up there then I don't know what is this oh it's the style has seventy five hundred I don't understand untapped I don't know what you're trying to show me here That's oh total cool. yeah I don't understand that either oh that's interesting. Now, have you been, you've been to this brewery? I've not been to this brewery. Not been to this one. All right. Uh, yeah, I was trying to place where Farmville was. Farmville. Okay. How do you like, uh, how do you like North Carolina? I mean, how, how long do you live in the Chicago area? So I was in the Chicago area for eight years. It's like right at eight oh, okay. years. Where were you before that? Uh, well, it's been kind of a little all over the place. I, I moved to Chicago directly from Florida. Okay. Um, but I went to school in Virginia, and I'm originally from Missouri. Oh, jeez. That covers most everything. Were you born in Missouri? Yeah. Where? Uh, like an hour south of St. Louis. Oh, I was born in uh, Rolla. Oh, okay. Smack in the middle. Yeah, let's... All my family's in like 
Columbia. That's we moved to Columbia when I was like in high school. So Columbia area. But yeah, man. So Midwest most of my life. Now when you were up here in Chicago, were you into the beer at that point or yeah 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 i really got i think i really got into craft beer in chicago yeah uh, you know I, I like had some yeah i don't I actually no i don't really think, feel like i got i feel like i was just drinking some pretty basic stuff prior to that so I really what, got what into. was your favorite brewery in chicago you, uh i have to go with revolution man man you know jake um across the street actually if little plug uh tomorrow the uh the new episode of the uh the sessions episode two is going to go up and jake is on that one and uh yeah he loves revolution we were just talking about that last night he liked every every beer that they've got he would he would uh like so we um we're hoping to go down and do a brewery tour but did you ever do a brewery tour for revolution down there no i never did yeah i I haven't been on enough brewery tours yeah yeah i haven't been on a ton um but also i know one you like as well is um tight head yeah we live, yeah we lived we lived about a half a mile from there so yeah i was I just there last there week multiple <laughs> nights. Uh, yeah i was just there uh was it last week the week before My wife and i went there for a couple of drinks they had a couple of new ones that i hadn't had before so i wanted to go check them out the wife was nice enough to go with me so it's, it's crazy especially up in this area now uh there's just breweries popping up everywhere like i was looking I don't know what app I was on. Uh, I may have been on Untapped and look at like the map option they have on Untapped. Yeah, it was like I didn't know that there was a brewery there. Like, okay, cool. So um, my list keeps growing of breweries I have to visit that I haven't. haven't got yeah. To visit yet, yeah. Yeah, so. totally. Um, well, that's cool. Uh, now down there, what do you think? Is it a nicer, a more vibrant craft beer place? Uh, um, it's judge yet. How long have you been there? First, you've been there over a year, right? Yeah, it's almost two. It'll yeah. be two in March. So what do you um, what do you think? What do you see in the differences? It's a it's a really well, it's mostly just the difference of North Carolina and Charlotte itself. Because Charlotte's just I mean, obviously it's a much smaller city. Right. But like there are a shit ton of breweries around here, man. They're like uh I wanna say there's like twenty in Charlotte and which is a city of I don't know, like seven, eight hundred thousand, something like that. So there, but there are, but the thing is like, it's just, it's just such a small space, you know, like, uh, I was looking the other day and I think within like of those 20 breweries, all but like two of them are within 10 miles of me. Like I'm pretty much right in the center. So like there's just breweries everywhere. Now, how many of them have you, have you been to any of them or, uh, yeah, I've hit, I'd say over half, I'd say probably like 12 or so. So it's honestly, it's a big, it's a big thing here. Um, like on it, I rarely go to just like a bar, like in most, we most yeah. like, like me and friends or like pretty much anyone around here. You mostly, you end up going to breweries more than anything, uh, more just like they all have tap rooms and, and on there's a lot of one really cool thing about Charlotte and North Carolina as a whole is there's a lot of good, there's a lot of love for the local beers and That's local, good. local breweries, which is really cool it almost gets to a point where like sometimes it's almost a little annoying. <laughs> like I'm like, I kind of like a beer that wasn't brewed in Charlotte, but it's awesome. Dare you say that. Come on. <laughs> no, it's awesome. It's, it's, it's great. No, I just miss like, I miss my, uh, you know, my Midwest Chicago beer some days. 
but uh but they're really there's a, there's a bunch of really great breweries around here man um so yeah it's it's a really good beer scene now is it is that beer scene centralized around charlotte or if you get outside of charlotte is there still plenty to so north carolina is just kind of a weird thing as a whole there's a whole bunch of like little cities um like you get outside of charlotte and you're just in the boonies of north carolina like really quickly right so like um there's there's so like any of the bigger cities so like here and Asheville has a huge beer scene um that's and it's a really cool city and then like the uh tri-city area which is like raleigh durham uh winston-salem yep um i just threw my bottle cap for something <laughs> um though they uh they all have they all have a bunch of breweries too so so yeah it's mostly around like the cities and and charlotte's mostly like it's just a bunch of like little cities and then like country country (laughs) yeah charlotte's the largest right city yeah yeah like i know much about north carolina but it's a it's a cool place it's it's definitely different it's definitely been a change moving from you know <laughs> chicago area but it's been good I really, I've, I really liked it warmer weather right i mean you don't get the, oh, yeah, the, the really stupid cold like we <laughs> yeah no totally we we got snow today um i heard is, yeah, i heard atlanta got it you yeah you guys yeah. got it the yeah which is freak out which is oh like, yeah, ah, yeah. This guy we, i didn't go in it, it it hadn't started snowing before i was going into work it just started snowing and they were like, yeah, you don't have to go in if you don't want to. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to. <laughs> but we got like. Even though I could drive in it because I'm, you know. Right. <laughs> but we got like three inches and it's like the, the city is shut down, man. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going anywhere. It's so funny. Yeah, I saw somebody, uh, a buddy of mine on Facebook, he put a, like a video up, live video. And he was going out showing everybody, you know, oh, you know, look how much snow we got, you know. And I'm just like. <laughs> You got that yesterday, dude. Like nothing happens. <laughs> right. Just, right. No, I mean those places they don't have the stuff we right. have, you know, the, the plows and right. You know, the plows go down our street at like three in the morning. That pisses me off because it makes me <laughs> Yeah. But the funny thing is it's like it's supposed to be sixty five <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> so like it's crazy. it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's gonna be gone. What's the big deal? Right. Oh man. Yeah. I I mean I I long for warmer weather. What is it? Seventeen right now, and uh, I don't know what that. I don't know what it is with wind chill, but it's today wasn't pretty at all. It was bad. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, what is it? What? Ah, it's three degrees with wind chill. Look at that. So don't oh. miss that, man. <laughs> I don't blame you <laughs> at all. It is horrible. It is bad. I don't like it at all. Now, one thing we actually just skipped over completely. Actually, I totally jumped. I jumped right to the second half. Whatever, we'll just talk about it. <laughs> <That's fine>. um, <laughs> what are the um, any of the beers, brews that you'd highly recommend? Um, so, I mean, I really like this brewery, uh, Duck Rabbit. Uh, I've never actually been to that brewery, uh, but I really like um, one around here. Is there's one called Unknown, mm-hmm. which is super local but really great really great brewery everything they have there i was just there uh this weekend had a really good um imperial stout it's really good um so that's a really good one 
man, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of really good ones around here. That's a really good one. Um, there's a place called uh, Sugar Creek. Has a really good. Uh, they make really good Belgian ales, like Abbey, like doubles and triples and Ooh, nice. quads. Really good. Um, and then in Asheville, which has a ton of breweries, uh, there's one called Wicked Weed. It's probably my favorite brewery. I've heard of that one before. Yeah, yeah. They actually they just got bought up by uh, AB InBev. Wah, wah. That's why I've heard yeah, of it. It's, it's been a big. Uh, it's it's been a big stink around the Charlotte beer scene, but man, they make really good beers. Well, you know, they it's make, like uh, it's like with you know. Um, uh, what are they called? Shoot, I just lost my train of thought. Goose Island. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're, they're ABM Bev, but I think, you know, the big guys they do one of two or three things when they buy a brewery. You know, they they come in and they say, "Hey, we just want all the the recipes. You know, we just yeah. want all the intellectual property. We'll see you guys later. We'll take it over, right?" And they just, they start mass producing it in their place, yeah. or they come in and they say, "Look, just do your thing. We're gonna just you know influx of money." and our distribution power which i think is what they did with goose island because at least as far as i'm aware they're not goose island's not being made anywhere else but chicago still as far as i'm aware i could be wrong that's the feeling i've got from them taking it over which i think is you know the way to go oh uh, one really cool thing about that one is uh they make some great sours um which i know you guys you guys have talked about it but sours yeah. are really have been kind of sweeping the beer scene down here recently yeah, they're they're up and coming, and I heard um, my wife actually works with somebody from Denver, and he had told yeah. her that you know, and he's he's from Chicago originally, so he's mm-hmm. transplanted to Denver, and so he goes back and forth, and he had said that. Um, hold on, first burp. There we go. Um, <laughs> he had said that he's had sours in the Midwest, Chicago, and and mm-hmm. the like in Wisconsin, but the sours in Denver, he said, were just blow it away so i know i know we've said before like sours are i think sours are going to be the up and coming yeah i totally agree you know and i i've had a couple um when i was at only only child they had a it was actually it was really interesting they had um a what was it it was it was it was in they had in bourbon barrels but the second time so it had the bourbon barrels have been used for a different beer Okay. They put this beer into that afterwards. So the, the bourbon wasn't really so pronounced, but in the bourbon bills, they put cucumber. Oh, that's so interesting. It was, I was like, yeah, okay. But then I drank it. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Super tasty. So, but it was, it was also very sour. Um, so yeah, that's really cool. They'll see you're, you're getting into the sour scene. Yeah. Yeah. I get really into it over the summer. Uh, the, uh, so there's actually, so Wicked Weed, they have like, it's kind of it's them, but it's kind of a separate brewery in Asheville mm-hmm. uh, called that it's they own, but they call it Funkatorium, <laughs> which is which is just a great name. That is but an like, awesome name. It is only sours, <laughs> so like it's like it's like the sour side of Wicked Weed. Yeah. Oh uh, man, I went there. We went there once over the summer, and it was just so like they had a bunch of like barrel aged sours and just like really full rich it, it's it's definitely the best place i've gone to since moving down here for sure that's awesome so, yeah <laughs> i like the name funkatorium funkatorium <laughs> that's a looks like a band it's like a band yeah, totally <laughs> that's cool well it sounds some, everybody's telling me they can't hear you at all in the live oh show. really sorry guys i don't know how to fix that i'm not going to stop right now i'm sorry 
what to tell you um can't hear me at all no so they can't hear you in the live stream um on the old youtubes so i mean i am using i'm definitely using a new a new technologies for me tonight so i that's probably my fault but whatever as long as it gets recorded that's all you know yeah uh well that's cool uh sours yeah i i I need to try more sours. I think I have a sour in my, no, that's not a sour. I did have this company, Three Sheeps. I had their their sour at this tasting. Um, you know, and around here, a lot of, not, I mean, breweries, we've already talked about that, but a lot of beer stores, like craft beer stores are popping up yeah. all over. Um, the one in, I went to the one in Libertyville tonight. They had the uh, little release party for Hop Slam. Uh, oh, nice. Hop Slam. They had that on tap. And then of course you could buy, um, could buy it. So um, that place is really cool. Those guys are really, um, really cool. And a lot of them, I don't know, I don't know what the, you know, North Carolina how, it's, how it is, but a lot of the ones around here now, the craft beer specific stores will have taps, um, to where you yeah. can either get like a little taster or you can pay for like a full glass of of you know a beer. And even they have them where you can buy a single bottle in the store. And then drink it in the store, so they have like lounge areas to sit down and That's kind of cool. hang out. So you can get that one beer and try it for like three bucks before you, you know, spend ten or whatever on a six pack. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. That's where my wife and I went tonight, and I got the hop slam. We're gonna be, I think, reviewing that next week. So nice. that's gonna be cool. Um. So yeah, um, it sounds like North Carolina is is pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty good beer scene. Yeah, yeah, it's been I've I've been really happy with the beer scene here for sure. It's been it's been cool. It's been cool getting to know it and checking them all out. Now, are you more? And I know you said you're kind of getting into the the sours, but what's your like your go to? Like, are you like a you know an IPA guy, or are you you know lager, or are you stout? Like, what's the one thing where you're like, if I have that, uh, you know, it's on the menu, I'm probably gonna try it. Yeah, um, you know, it's weird, my beer tasting i don't know if you're like this at all but my beer drinking is very seasonal like yeah i definitely drink something i definitely whatever i'm going to drink is dependent on the season i do find myself tend to going more towards uh like just kind of more medium like kind of ales like this like a scotch okay. ale or belgian or abbey or something like that now i don't know for you but for me i have found as i've gotten older like when I I used to not like, um, like stout dark beers. You know, I was like, nah, right. I'm not doing that. Um, but as I've gotten older, they've become to me more palatable. Like I've been able to yeah. drink more. Um, and actually, really, it started when I went to Ireland and I drank Guinness like nonstop for a week. Yeah, um, yeah, that'll do it. Because <laughs> the the Guinness in Ireland, everybody says it, but it's absolutely true. It's yeah, totally. Completely different yeah than, you know what we have here it yeah. was funny when i was on the i was on the way home i landed and i was on the way home from the airport i stopped at the store and got a pack of guinness you know and i yeah. came in the door and i cracked it open and i because i wanted to be like really have it right away uh-huh. and i threw the rest of the pack away. <laughs> it was disappointing <laughs> like, right i can't drink this like you know, i was right there i had it so fresh and so yeah it's not did you go to the Did you go to the main brewery? I did not. Dublin? It was a work. It was a work uh, trip. Oh, okay, that's right. Um, I'm I'm probably gonna go back this year, and I'm gonna that's take a couple of days, if not more, and 
I'll be going to Jameson. I'll be going to yeah. Guinness. I'll be doing all that stuff. So yeah, I went there a few years ago. That that just as a brewery tour, it's. I mean, I'm sure it's unlike any other. It's just, it's really unique, but it's a really cool place. The the story of Guinness is. is I mean, I had a I read a book about you know that whole story and and yeah, it's just it's yeah it's really cool. So to be able to go and see it, yeah, kind of put it together and. Um, Blubber Sphere is watching us and he says he can only hear me. So, oh, I didn't get a good burp for you. So, <laughs> that's a good. Well, are you halfway through yet? Or are you getting close? Where are you at? Uh, I'd say I'm, I'm pretty close I'm to halfway. Close. Now, I am getting more. Now, one thing, Chad, and I've been talking about a lot lately is how the beers change as they warm, right? Yeah. Especially. One I, I know I talked about a couple of times, but the um, line in Google Snowdrift Vanilla Porter. Yeah, um, yeah. You know I got it and and I'm like, where's the vanilla? Where's the vanilla? I don't taste any vanilla. Well, the other day I kind of let it sit because I got busy doing stuff, and then I came mm. back and drank it. And I'm like, holy crap, there's a vanilla. So after after it kind of warmed up, this yeah. one after it warms up, I'm there's more caramely. Yeah. Um, it feels almost a little bit oily on the tongue, like it's um. And it's not as carbonated on the on the tongue either. Yeah, yeah, I can see that for sure. But it's still honestly, good. honestly, my taste palate's always like <laughs> listening to you guys on the podcast. I'm always like, oh, interesting. Like I, I had to like taste it, like really think about it. Like, eh, well, tastes like good. a really good beer. I like the I like the beer <laughs> taste. That's awesome. I, I think it's that's the way I normally am when I listen to other podcasts or some other podcasts like the Beerist. Um, if you guys don't listen to them, they're really good. Um, they have like a, a group of like four or five people on the podcast all the time. And they will spend forever talking about the, because, you know, each of them will go around, you know, oh, I yeah. taste this and oh, I taste this. And that's cool. I get it. Um, it's just funny because, you know, I was listening, I took my daughter to school. I was on the way home and listening to it. And like the whole drive home, which is about a 10 or 15 minute drive, they're still tasting this beer, you know, <laughs> by the time I get home, I'm like, okay, fine. Yes, yes, yes. Let's go. What's, what's next, you know, but the way they describe the beer, I'm, I'm along with you. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't understand what you mean. Like, I don't understand what you mean when you say there's a little bit of this. And I'm like, I don't know what that flavor is. Like, how do I, how do I pick that out? And so it's funny because Chad and I are really just kind of learning uh, as we go, as we do this show, how yeah. to think beer and um, how to pick out flavors. I, we're nowhere near probably what we should be. Probably a real beer professional like listens to us and be like, you guys are just, <laughs> just, just go drink Coors Light, you dumbasses. What do you <laughs> I like it though. I like, I like, uh, I, it is, I mean, kind of, you guys kind of said this, but yeah, it feels a little bit more like just everyday dudes instead of. Right. The every guy, people you don't understand. The every guy beer show, I hope, because you know, <laughs> what was it? There's one today. What did they say? Crap. Uh, it was some type of a, a flavor that I'm like, never heard of that. I can't think of how. It's just, it was just funny. They're talking about the quadrants of your tongue, and I'm like, really? We're gonna go that far? <laughs> right. Um, so I will say, I, I like it. It is, I definitely am starting to feel the alcohol, um, which mm-hmm. kudos. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, we always kind of try to think of our ratings as, you know, if I'm going to buy it again, then it's going to be like a three-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, if 
I'm never buying it again. It's definitely going to be lower. So, I mean, and we didn't actually, oh, um, we didn't actually talk about our rating at the beginning, but I think three and a half is what I would would give it. I'm probably still there, but it's, it's actually not getting worse, which is good. It's, it's, once it's warming up, you get some, um, the maltiness still there kind of fades a little bit. Um, but there's still like a fruity, like, I don't know what you, what kind of fruit it would be though. That's my problem. Yeah. What is that like? Cause it's got kind of a scotch taste to it. Is that just the malts or the, the use there? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It would be the, um, and it can, can also happen with the yeast, depending on the strain of the yeast can give um, some different yeah. flavors as well. Um, but no, it's, it's really good. What keeps, it's just crazy to me that there's like zero, I don't know if I can get it on the camera. Yeah. I mean, there you see a little, a few bubbles. Like, but yeah, it's like, like hardly any head. There's no head at all on that thing, which is just no problem. Like it doesn't get in my mustache, so I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, I'm, at about a, I'm at about a three and a half right now too. I'd say that's probably, that's where I'm feeling it too. Yeah, for sure. Now, the one thing we skipped um, is what have you had to drink this week yeah i've had some i had some good beers this week man um i had so last night i went to a local beer uh local brewery noda which i sent you a beer from them oh nice um and they were they just released this uh chocolate peanut butter porter which I don't know if you're a fan of the more desserty type beers. So I've heard a lot of lately of like a chocolate peanut butter. I even heard somebody had a peanut butter jelly. Oh really? Um, I have I've yet to have a peanut butter, um, porter. I should probably look one look at one, um, because I love peanut butter. Number one. Yeah. Um, but so what did you think of it? Like, was it? It was really good. Yeah, it was, it was like. Really sweet. This one was actually super. I've had like I think I've had another chocolate peanut butter before, uh, yeah. but this one was super peanut buttery. Um, really sweet. Uh, just a really good, you know, dessert beer. Just went to the brewery after eating, uh, just having after having some tacos. So, you know, it was a good. It was a good beer to kind of finish the night on. Finish the night. Yeah. Kick up your diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, I, that's what I wonder. Like, I want to look at it and be like, okay, what's the sugar on this? Is like, this is, right. worse, this is worse than me drinking like Red Bull or Monsters on this. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was good, man. Uh, trying to think what else. Oh, I had an IPA from Wicked Weed the other day, which was, I think I'd had it before. It was really good. So now where are you on, on IPAs? I will say for me, uh, just real quickly, is that I – my IPA, it's just fading. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, I think, I, mean, I think everybody says that the IPAs, although the IPAs are still up there, like they're still yeah, very yeah. popular. Yeah. Um, for me, when I have an IPA, eh, you know, it's like, okay, I can drink it, you know, um, double IPAs or triple IPAs. I'm just like, I don't know if I can do that. anymore. Yeah. And I guess it's just over time or maybe it's had too many where I just killed my tongue yeah from the so it's funny i, I was kind of late to the ipa craze like because everybody was really into them and i and i was just kind of like ah, i just they're just really 
hoppy i was not that wild about him yeah. and then i got really into him and then but yeah i've really kind of and i think like the north carolina scene like i think a lot of the scene is like you could tell ipas were the thing just a year or two ago yeah and they're just they're just fading but uh i, I still enjoy a good ipa but yeah I, mean, I definitely it's rare that i have one they're so easy to find i mean yeah everybody makes uh an ipa even when i first the first first or second one of, one of the first beers that i brewed when i started homebrewing was a, an apa an american pale ale yeah and really the only difference is the the grains that were used so um they're easy to make. Everybody's got one, two. I mean, some some breweries, that's like their bread and butter is just their IPAs. So right. um, for me this week, let's see. Yeah, what did you have? Uh, we already recorded um, an episode where we, we rated the Sam 76, and you're going to hear that before this, so I can say this now. I did not like it at all. Um, oh, yeah? Sam Adams came out with a, a, a new – I don't know if it's a new style or whatever they want to call it, but it's a basically they took a, a lager and an ale. And I don't know if you know much about brewing, but the, the way you brew those are different. Uh, okay. It's basically in um, the fermentation process. So on the fermentation of a lager has to be set to a very certain temperature, much cooler temperature than yeah. like an ale. Right. So the brewing process is different for both of those. Well, somehow Boston Beer Company, Sam Adams, found a way. Um, from what I understand, from what I read, is they they brewed an ale, they brewed a lager, they fermented them, they stopped the fermentation process, they mixed them together, added some different yeast strain into it, and then fermented it again, and came up with this just shit-tacular beer. Like, I, I, I mean, <laughs> I encourage everybody to try it, because I keep reading people say that it's really good. Really? I... So we we did it on the show, and uh, I think I rated this the lowest any beer's gotten on our show. And I'm like, you know what? I want to try it again. So today I cracked one again because I was like, I want to you know, give it another shot. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up pouring it. I was like, I took like two sips and I just poured it down the drain. So, um, but I would be interested if you can find Sam Adams 76. Um, okay. Don't, yeah. Don't waste your money on a six pack. Try to get a single <laughs> okay. can, yeah. but let me know. What you right. that one? I'll check it out. Um, the other one I had was by the Ami Gang, um, a Belgium quad called Three Philosophers. Oh, um, uh, yeah. That I love cool. that's one of my favorite breweries, man. I love Ami Gang. Uh, now you're a Game of Thrones fan, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Their Game of Thrones beers are just <laughs> they're so good. So we, good. My, my wife is, I mean, I like Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. But my wife is a Game of Thrones furry, <laughs> uh, yeah, and so. Sorry. A couple of years ago, when you first found these Game of Thrones beers, and I think we went to like four different beer stores. Yeah. And, uh, you know, now whenever she finds them, she grabs them, you know. So I think in my <laughs> three, the big old bottles in the game. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so that, that was good. This is the first Omni Gang I've had that's not been the Game of Thrones beer. Yeah, okay. Um, so that was pretty good. I give that a four. And then what I have. Oh, yeah, this was good. Um so Mobcraft, I think we've talked about that. We talked about that before on the show. Mobcraft is um, up in Milwaukee, and they're the crowdsourced. Brewery. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really cool concept. It's a really cool concept. I think Chad just had one. 
Um, we it's funny because we've both gone to the liquor store trying to find the same. We always try this. Uh, he'll yeah. he'll text me pictures. He'll go to the, the store and I'll get like seven pictures from him texted <laughs> of what he got. And I'm, I go try and match it, you know. Uh-huh. And we never find the same Mobcraft beers. But um, Jake tried this one with me. It's a Senior Bob. And it is um, an Imperial Cream Ale brewed with agave syrup aged in tequila barrels. That was so tasty. That was so really. Good. It was so good. I was surprised because, I mean, I like I like tequila, but yeah, it was it was a very very tasty beer. That was I give that a four two five. So wow, um, that's awesome. That was a really I like good a good beer. cream ale. So like that's a really interesting. What I don't know. I'm not really sure what the imperial side of that, <laughs> i don't i i should probably look it up and find out but it seems like everybody's putting imperial just you know what i mean like it's an yeah. imperial ipa it's an imperial yeah. light like, beer like i don't what does that mean that sounds important <laughs> <laughs> i must try that imperial. <laughs> yeah I, I don't really know i should probably i could probably look it up and find out uh i had then a breckenridge brewery oatmeal stout nice a couple of those left and then two harderdale um bills bell's brewery ipa that one i like i said i wasn't really big on the ipas but that one i don't know something different about it it's nice and um whenever you ever look back through your untapped and you're like holy crap i drink too much <laughs> well i don't check in that often so no. <laughs> so right. so mine's actually it makes me feel better about myself <laughs> i'm like ah, i haven't had that many beers that's why you're not checking in you're masking it <laughs> No, I don't drink that much. No, I don't drink that much. <laughs> yeah, you do. You know you do. Oh, that's too funny. Okay. Um, what else? Oh, we had some news stories. And now I can't find the links. There we go. Um, so this week, have you ever had a green a green flash beer? So it's a, I think it's San Diego, California, though. No, I never have. That's pretty good. They have um, green flash... I think I can't remember which beer it was. It's one of their IPAs just like hit big. Um, and they started showing up everywhere and they put their, their distribution was actually across all 50 States, which is, you know, pretty unheard of for a craft beer. Yeah, seriously. Uh, and so this week they announced that they are actually uh, pulling distribution from 32 States. Wow. So they're only going to be in 17 and they're laying off what? 15%. So um, this is the second one. Now we've talked about, we've talked about um, what is their name? Oh my gosh. Donald, go to another, go to our other podcast. You'll hear about it. (laughs) I can't remember what they're called, (laughs) but there's another, another uh, company that also was laying, laying off. And it was funny because I just saw Miller, Miller tweeted, yeah, today about how you know breweries are 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 taking a hit, um, but we're gonna make a comeback, and <laughs> well, some breweries are, but not as bad as you guys are. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> that's interesting. So, do you think this is just like there's some oversaturation that's affecting? Well, so I saw an article, and of course, I'm gonna talk about it. And I don't have a link to because I cannot remember where it was. Um. But they talked about how there's there seems to be this line appearing between, you know, the small craft beer guys will do fine, 
the larger craft beer guys like Stone, um, of course, you know, uh, Sam Adams, um, trying to think of who else would be in that, in that tier. Um, but those, they'll do fine, but it's the medium guys. The guys are kind of in the middle. They're not small, um, but they're not the big boys. Those are the ones right now taking the hit. Um, and it's just because the distribution is so funky at that level. You know, when you're, when you're small, you can load up the pickup truck or the van and drive the beer, you know, driving distance. Uh, when you're big, you can afford to pay for distribution. But when you're in the middle, you're kind of like, you know, it's too far to drive my own car out there right. or whatever. Um, right. I don't have enough money to pay a big distributor guy. Right. So the article I read is, kind of went along with that that it's just these middle guys that now either um they're kind of going to pull back and reevaluate which is what green green flash is going to do they're not going anywhere um they're just kind of pulling back and you know plan b or whatever just kind of regroup as you may and so um you know or they get bought out yeah and inbev did already say that you know because they had losses they haven't been doing very good, but they're buying up a whole, the, the rumor is that they're going to buy a whole bunch of craft beers this year. Really? Um, their little, uh, what do they call them? Their little craft beer alliance they have. They're really trying to grow that. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I, I just, you know, we, we do our, what they, the recent number is 60 or 6,000. Yeah. Craft breweries. So, you know, you got to think it's, at some point, there's going to be a peak. Um, right. Yeah. Makes sense. But, yeah. So, there's this other article. Let's see. Where is it? It's crazy, man, though. Even around here, like I said, like, for a small area, it's pretty saturated. But you go to a tap room on, you know, any weekend night, like, they're all crazy packed. Which I don't know how, I don't know if the tap rooms, you know, really where they make their money. Probably isn't. Yeah, it depends on how many you know how many of those guys are walking out with like growlers or yeah you know, six packs or something like that. But I mean, the tap room is is really like you know for some of these guys is the only one of the only ways they get their beer out there. Yeah, right. I mean, there's a lot of these guys that really it's just one of the employees that you know either already has a pickup truck or a van. Right. He's he's driving, you know, however far away, an hour away, and most to to deliver stuff or you know, or it's coming to the tap room, you know? So it's, yeah, it's some of these guys, the tap room is it, which is cool. Cause you know, the coolest thing for me is like going into a tap room, you know, and, and being able to just feel like you're sitting in the middle of the brewery, you know, you got the, yeah, all the equipment, yeah. you got the, um, there's one we, I talked about it with Chad last time. There's one place out in California and I still can't remember the name of it. I don't think it was 20, it wasn't 21st amendment. It was so another one, but you walk in and you're essentially walking into their warehouse but the the walls are pretty much the stacks of like empty cans on, on pallets. That's awesome. You know, that, that's kind of makes yeah. the wall. And then yeah, you walk in, there's awesome. this really big bar, but right behind them, it's just, you know, it's all roped off, but it's, everything's there and there's guys back there brewing, you know, so. Yeah, that's awesome. So it's part of the experience. And I think that, you know, I don't know. I think there is going to be a flex. There's going to be a time where you're going to start seeing either, either these breweries consolidating, you know, coming together um, or, you know, closing down or something like that. But you can't, I don't think the peak can't sit there forever. It can't just right. up, 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 up. Yeah. 
Um, the other article was uh, the which U.S. cities have the most microbreweries, which I didn't think we were still calling them microbreweries, but okay, uh, per capita. Yeah, so uh, I was interested in that because I was just kind of looking. Because like I said, like I just look around, I'm like, I feel like Charlotte has a ton of breweries. And looking it up, I'm like, you know, per capita, I guess it's not that many. But um, like I said, Asheville, which is- Asheville's good, on the list. Yeah, it's it's what, third on the list? Yeah, it is. It is third on the list. So yeah, and I, I mean, we they call it Beer City around here because they just have. Oh really? Yeah, they just have so many. Well, and it's a, it's not that. I mean, it's not a big town. It's a, it's a very tourist, you know, um, town in the mountains, like just going into the uh, the Smokies there. But uh, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a really cool, it's a really cool place. Um, but yeah, they have a ton of ton of breweries, man. That's really cool. Yeah, so um, so this is on the screen. Um, actually, I don't even know how this is even working. Um, <laughs> did I do that? No, I did it. I'm just wondering. Okay. About, I don't even now. I'm looking around, going, "Wait a minute, how do I get it back so it's not doing that anymore?" I don't even know <laughs> the stupid program anymore. Uh, <laughs> well, this could really suck. Good thing it's a podcast and just audio. <laughs> right. There we go. I got it back. Ooh. Um. But yeah, this one has Asheville at number three. Yeah. Uh, microbreweries per 100,000 inhabitants has 21.6. Is that real? Wow. Yeah. It seems like a lot to me. <laughs> yeah. So there's a ton of breweries in that town, man. So is this one? Yeah. First is Portland, Maine. Portland, Maine. Yeah. Which is surprising. But is that even a big town? Yeah, I think that's probably part of it is like, I, I think that in the article it said uh, Portland, it's like 67,000 people. So like they have what, 17 breweries? 17, yeah, yeah. Which is funny because when you look at it on the right hand side, it has a total yeah. of microbreweries and like <laughs> right. Portland, Oregon has 68, but it's one, two, three, four, five, right. six, six down on the list at 11 per um, 100,000. Yeah. Uh, Seattle is... is what 8.1 grand rapids is yeah 7.2 so that's uh so yeah that was interesting thing as i was looking i was just looking for a city with like what's the city with most breweries but that's more what i came up with but that's interesting too the um uh the brewing association has a spot on their website where you can actually go and drop down and pick like a, a state and it'll tell you how many are in that state that's cool. It'll even break it out by how many have opened up in, you know, subsequent years. So that was, uh, that's pretty interesting to look at too. This other one, uh, it's talking about how craft beer is booming. That's been like a big thing with mm -hmm. the turn of the year and all yeah. the stuff on the news. I think they're, they're all going back and looking at, you know, what happened over the year. Um, so that economic impact of 23.5 billion, that's a B, dollars. Um, for operating breweries in the U.S., totaling over five thousand. That was, I heard six thousand. So I don't know. Um, now I remember this because they're saying you know it's it's clearly at this point it's past the point of being a millennial fad. Because right. I remember when they're like, oh, you craft beer. That's just a millennial thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're a drinker, we're a drinker, mud. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I will say, when I go into these breweries, like when I was in Tighthead, those weren't millennials in there. Right. Yeah. No, it's a, yeah, it's a bunch of, it's very like blue collar, like 
people just get enough work kind of thing. <laughs> well, they have sure. they have, come on, they have a prime spot. They're right there, there by the train station. Oh yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Like <laughs> like I've always said if I'm gonna if I'm gonna start a brewery, you know, with a tap room, I'm gonna find me a metro station. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Those guys coming off the train, like, yes, give me a beer and smell. Yeah, that's all I need. <laughs> that's all I need. It was horrible. Um, but on this article, which of course we'll link in the show notes, you can just see like the curve, you know, from 2006 to where there was 1,400 breweries. Um, you know, yeah, that's crazy. It's man. basically from 2006 to 2016, it's been 263%. Yeah. Uh, that's just. That's nuts. But then you you do ask yourself, okay, how long? Right. How long can this last? Uh, I like the uh, I like the the graph right above that it gives you all the way back to 1870. That's pretty. That's oh yeah, that's, I didn't even see that. That's what that did. That is hilarious. It gives it prohibition. It just drops off right there. Wait, so 1870? They're saying it had over. Yeah, that's over crazy. four thousand breweries in eight. Yeah, that's well, crazy. Between 1870 and 1880, there's four thousand. Yeah, then 1920 hits and it's like, bonk. <laughs> Nothing. Dude, it's funny how, I know you guys have talked about like just liquor laws and how they affect, but like in, in North Carolina, it's just like, you can't actually buy liquor. You can only buy liquor at the specific store that's like run that's by the state. Run. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's like so, it's like, it's so bizarre, man. No, beer too? Or is it just? No, not liquor? beer. Beer you can buy in other places. Although it's definitely... Definitely a lot less like just craft beer stores and stuff around here. Uh, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's weird. It's, it's a weird area, man. And so like, like, so until, your vodkas and like, you know, if you want to get whiskey or vodka, you got to go to the state. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's so, it's so ridiculous. And like, uh, you couldn't buy it. You can't buy it before like noon mm-hmm. on Sunday. And like, <laughs> now, I, I do know some still places in like downstate Illinois. We'll have oh, yeah. that. We'll have that. Like, oh, you can't buy it before, yeah, noon, or you can't buy it at all on Sunday, um, because that's as we all know, it's a holier day, and so. Right. <laughs> so, but I mean, really, all it does is it makes the guys go out on Saturday night, right? Can buy extra for for watching football on right. Sunday. <laughs> uh, but it is funny because when I go to other states, um that have that same type of thing where you have to go to a, a specific state room store. I think Texas has that too, uh, where you have to pick up the, you know, vodka or whatever. And it was really, it was first, it was foreign to me because Illinois, you know, right. I can, I can buy whatever at the gas station down the street. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even like Walgreens around here starting to sell liquor at this point. So um, yeah, some of those, some of those, those laws and like i've said before you know when i was researching how to open up a brewery <clears throat> i was just surprised at the, the the rules for opening a brewery you know and, and where it could and couldn't be done and it, it kind of made sense that you know whenever you go to a brewery it's it's in an industrial part of town right um yeah you know you can't really do it anywhere else and yeah and it's all it's just it's yeah it's kind of it's kind of crazy um yeah but that yeah, so what was it, 18 or 1930, looks like two-ish, came back up. And then it went, they did a ban on homebrewing. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Um, late 70s, it looks like. The ban on homebrewing was lifted, and then everything started going up after that. So, 
That's have, have you ever done home brewing? Have you done anything? I have. Yeah, I've done a couple. Um, the uh, the mostly with like you know uh, first one I did with like a kit, and then I did like one with extracts. Yep. I had kind of a bad experience with one, but <laughs> what'd you do? <laughs> so I decided I was going to brew a Christmas ale. Uh, so I went down to like my local like place and they, they hooked me up with everything. And then, so I was brewing it and I decided it'd be nice to throw in some cranberries. All right. Like I, like I thought like, Oh, that'll be a nice taste. So like, <laughs> so it was your first time brewing. You've never done it before. The, yeah, I I think this was like my second batch I brewed, <laughs> and, and so I read up on it a little bit, and I was like, I think I figure out what's going on, and like it just exploded, man. <laughs> like was it, was it boiling like, or? It was just the sugar, like it just like fermented like way quicker that I wasn't paying attention, and uh, my wife called me up on my way home. And she's like, Yeah, your beer exploded, <laughs> and, and it was cranberries, so it looked awesome. like. So it, it looked like a crime scene. It was just like this huge ladder pattern. Like somebody just gotten shot in the head. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah, I have two, uh, uh, two not so good experiences with Homer. And I, uh, oh yeah, the, the one, the one is lame, is really tame. Um, but you know, yeah, I had one, the, um, the bubbler on the top, when it was fermenting blew off yeah so that was uh that was a mess it was just a sticky sticky yeah. sticky mess and i always let it ferment in the basement so yeah i was it was not say it was okay but my wife wasn't mad at me had it right. happen in the wood floors of my office or something um the other time was we were we were just getting ready to cool it cool the the ward after boiling it, and we'd stuck the um the chiller inside there when we when we turn on the cooled water to go through the chiller one of the the screws had kind of come loose and we're spraying just water everywhere so i quickly grabbed the hose and just kind of clamped the hose to shut to hold the water off while dan mm-hmm. came in and tightened that screw and then <clears throat> there's a couple minutes or whatever because he had to go over to toolbox get the screw come over he tightened it up and they're like all right we're good to go let's let it go and so i let the the hose go but when i did that this chiller has an inlet and then an outlet Mm-hmm. Uh, hose well that outlet hose um when you let the water go the water came rushing out and the outlet hose flipped and it sprayed boiling water all over my leg oh my god <laughs> and when it hit me i was like you know of course like, ah, you know and i'm like but then of course my the first thing on my mind was like well, let's get this beer going <laughs> right <laughs> and i really didn't I, I mean it hurt like hell but i was like okay yeah, well, but... i started doing it and and uh and then we sat down to eat afterwards and I'm just like shaking like the adrenaline, you know, cause it was uh-huh. it being like a, a very high second degree burn. And it was, Oh my God. we have a, we have a nurse down the street and it was probably a week or two afterwards. She came over and she's like, what happened to your leg? You know, I had it all like bandaged up, like, like a guy would bandage it up in bed. Yeah. <laughs> and I showed her and she's like, Holy shit, Adam, go to the damn doctor. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, the nurse tells me I should go to the doctor. So I finally went to the doctor and they gave me some medicine and it healed pretty quickly. But that was from, from this day forward, everybody's like, okay, where's the outlet hose? Like, <laughs> don't let that happen again. Yeah. Home Marine is fun. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, uh, we just did a red ale that we just opened uh, this, this weekend. Oh, nice. Um, 
Yeah, it I was. Need, I need to do more of it. Once you, yeah, it's it's one of those things. It, it does. It is time consuming, but yeah. you know, it's so satisfying. Like drink, sitting back and drinking your own. Like yeah. you did this. You know what I mean? So yeah, because uh, there's so much time that goes into it. Um, not just the yeah. like brewing process takes like four hours or whatever, but yeah, the the waiting. Yeah. <laughs> like just yeah. over here behind me, I have like two boxes of yeah. bottles that that red ale i'm gonna let it sit for like two more weeks yeah yeah we'll see how it goes but yeah it was really funny i had this this guy i used to work with i worked at a school and the science teacher actually he got into home brewing because he realized when he was like a teenager that he couldn't buy beer but he could buy a brewing kit to brew beer (laughs) (laughs) so so like he brewed his own beer because he was like yeah this is this is the way i can do it (laughs) I was like, that's brilliant, man. That is, that's really smart, though. I mean, <laughs> you won't let me go buy it, so I'll just make it myself. It, I remember I remember when I first, it's probably like three years ago now, like I had no clue that there's this thing called home brain. Like I, yeah. And I was on YouTube. I don't know what I mean. I don't know what I was looking for, but I think it was like, you know, you're watching a video and they have all the videos on the side. And I kind of saw something about brain. I watched this video and I'm like, wait a minute you can you can make your own beer at home and then i think for like two days straight it was just nothing but beer videos <laughs> and then i talked dan and we went in 50 50 on buying all the equipment for it and yeah we dropped the money and we that summer i think we made like three beers and yeah it's just the hard the hard thing here is the winter time it is hard to do right uh, because you, you know the thing with with brewing beers everything's got to be clean well right. that's that's a lot of water when you're freezing in your garage right right <laughs> like, Hey, clean that off. Okay, well, hang on. I can't feel my fingers. <laughs> right. So you gotta have to have some place you can set it for room temperature or something. Yeah. So we um this uh, red ale we did. Really, actually, we got lucky on the weekend. It wasn't that cold. Um, but I kind of talked about this in the sessions episode that's coming out uh, tomorrow. But the the thing that kind of happened with that is that you know I normally let it ferment in the basement, and mm. when I did it this time because it was the winter time, my basement was colder. And what I'm kind of speculating happened is that the yeast went dormant because it was too cold okay. down there. Okay. Uh, because the the ABV on this is like three, if I'm lucky. It's not. <laughs> and that's just because it didn't get time, you know, to to ferment. So um, so now if we do it, we're supposed to be probably doing one here in February coming up. And yeah, yeah I'll set it up here and I'm going to do it in my, in my office because – it tastes good. It's got all the right flavor, but it's like you're drinking no duels because yeah. you're never gonna get it. Like, you just have to, you have to beer bong the entire like case. <laughs> like, starting to feel it. <laughs> right, start to feel it. But I'm so full, I can't drink anymore. I've already had like a twenty four, twelve ounce. Yeah, I know. Are you almost? How are you at? I'm getting. Uh yeah, I'm about the same. It's about. It was, this is a really good, I, um, I had my first scotch ale a few weeks ago um, on the show. I had one from that brewery that I could never get the name right. Tiriana, I think is what it's called. And uh, okay. it was my first one. I was like, that's really good. I was almost so expecting because I'd never heard of it and I'd never done any research on mm-hmm. it. But like, okay, does this mean it's like, like aged in scotch barrels? Like, I don't get it. But yeah. No, that's not what it means. Um, but so this was this was really good. I think what did I say three and three five last time is what I said. Yeah, yeah. 
I think it's where I'm at. I mean, it really didn't change a whole lot through the whole glass while it's, uh, you know, warmed up and everything. Yeah. But it's, uh, it also did not get worse, which is always good because too many beers get worse as you go. I gotta get this. Yeah, I think I'm at the same. Uh, it's a, it's definitely a beer I would, I would drink again, but not one I'd like, you know, have to go out and buy another six pack right now. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's what I say. So I would drink it again, but it's not something that I'm like, Hey, I need to go get this. Yeah. I can't get it, but. <laughs> right. And, and if you look at the picture um, on my untapped for this one, you can't even tell what it is because you can't read underneath where it says duck rabbit. You cannot read what kind of beer it is <laughs> in this picture. It's like, this, this is a blank, blank screen. Yeah. It's just, could have worked on the could have worked on the font there. <laughs> yeah, you know, darken it up a little bit, guys. Come on. But that was good. Thank you for sending those. I really I do appreciate it. We got we got what two more in there that uh Chad Chad is gonna be at my house at the end uh at the beginning of February. So um I'll give him two and we will review those as well. So those will be good. Yeah, man. Yeah. So one of them's uh like I said, like it's kind of the big local brewery. Noda and the other one's just a really good uh black IPA from around here. Which I'm I'm a I don't know how you feel about black IPAs, but I'm I'm a big fan. I don't know that I've had one, actually. What what makes, like a, what makes it a black IPA? I mean color, right? Uh yeah, so it's kind of a mix between like it's almost like a stout, like a hoppy stout is kind of what it tastes oh, like. Oh, okay. But it's really it's a it's a brewery up in Winston Salem, and it's it, I like it a lot. It's 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 one of my favorite beers. It was kind of funny going shopping, like because I was like, you know, I want to get these really good beers that really represent North Carolina, you know. But it's kind of like you know, I'm just whatever is there is what I, <laughs> you know, have to have to pick through those. Now, have Plus, you ever like, had? Oh, go ahead. Uh, I feel like if you go to breweries, like especially around here i don't i guess it's the same thing up there like there's a lot of like small batches as i feel like is where i get a lot of good beers um that they just don't bottle you know right yeah you know the thing that's coming also is the limited release stuff you know yeah these breweries making like these small batches of stuff and then you can only get it if you go to the brewery um and but small batch is good i mean it's really you know yeah. you know it's not been screwed with too much i guess so right so yeah um have you had um and we've talked about it a lot because it's one of our favorites but casper um casper beer i feel like i have Let it's me. a channel kill me that i don't know who makes casper um but it's a wisconsin and james page brewery is what it's um but casper is okay. they call it they call it a white stout and, okay, and then now there's really there's it. no such thing as a white. No, I really haven't. Like there's no such thing as it, but it is. You know, when you pour it, it looks like it's just a, a light light beer. I mean, it looks like mm -hmm. kind of not quite that that um, pea color, <laughs> but it is a lighter <laughs> color. Um, but when you drink it, it's got the the flavor, the depth, the complexity of like a stout. And then on the end of it, when you, you know, you swallow it um, and sits there for a little bit, it's like a white chocolate. It's just so delicious. It's so if you, we, awesome. you come back up in this area, 
um, try to find Casper JP's. Yeah, man. It's, Definitely have to. It's so, so tasty. But it's like, it made me think of that because you said, you know, it was um, um, a stout with like a hoppy stout. Right? Yeah. So it's like one of those things where you, it looks like it's going to be one thing, but it's got a different flavor profile. Yeah. So. so that's kind of cool. Um, so, yeah. Well, I think we've, I think we've done it. I think we did another episode. So nice. Uh, thank you so much for joining me um, because Chad bailed. Honest. <laughs> yeah, man. Thanks for having me. My... Chad is uh, supposed to. He's he is uh, supposed to, maybe possibly might. <laughs> Great. I'm so like definitive. Uh, join <laughs> us. Join next week. Um, Eric, who uh, Eric is going to be on with me next week, but Chad may join in. Um, nice. But thanks everybody for listening to the Beard Hops podcast. Of course, as we always say, beardhops.com is where you can find everything. Um, you can find all the links to iTunes. Google Play, Stitcher, uh, what is it? SoundCloud, all that stuff. You can also find us on um, on the old Facebooks and uh, the Twitters at Bearded Hops, um, and of course, give us a subscribe if you if you don't mind. We'd like to we'd like to uh, see those numbers go up because you know we make so much money off this. No. <laughs> so keep uh, it rolling in yeah keep it rolling my wife is thoroughly impressed with my podcast <laughs> you want to spend how much on what no, <laughs> no but again adrian thanks a lot for, for sending the beer that was awesome um yeah, man. and if anybody else wants to send beer you know just hit me up adam at, at beardhouse.com i'll give you the address and uh so we look forward to drinking the rest of these north carolina beers man so yeah, man. Let me know what you think. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Right. And uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, see you.